0: We're joined on Sports Talk now by former Wallaby and Stan Sport commentator Drew Mitchell as we look towards Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening New Zealand Times match between the Wallabies and the All Blacks. And there's been some interesting turnarounds as far as uh, the recalling of some players. And Drew Mitchell, Quade Cooper, of course, makes us very interested. He comes back into the fold again. Talk to us around his recall and, and why he's in the fold again, mate.
1: Yeah, well, that's it. I, I think it's it's an interesting one. Uh, no one within the Wallaby camp are giving too much away as to whether we'll see Quaid suit up this weekend. But uh, I, I think it's just an opportunity there. Once James O'Connor was injured, he hasn't been uh, with the group in camp for, for quite some time now. So I think there was just an opportunity with Quaid being back from Japan. He was actually placed in Brisbane. Also, given uh, the situation where we find ourselves here in uh, in Australia with lockdowns and, and border restrictions as well, I think it was just a good opportunity for uh, Dave Rennie to bring in the experienced Quade uh, Cooper just into camp and. You know, and train alongside some guys like Noel Osiru, who um, you know is pretty green. Uh, to be to be fair, he's only second year into um, his you know his professional uh, development. So, uh, and that being said, I think of, of course you're not just going to lean on Quaid's experience, but you know he's he's a genuine bona fide option there for the Wallabies. And I'd actually really like to see him at least play some part uh, this weekend.
0: If you had money to put on it, Drew, would you? Do you think you will actually front up, actually start? I know you're a broadcaster, oh, that's why I said if you've got yeah. any money. So. <laughs>
1: No, look, I, I don't think I'll start him. I think I'll stick with Noah. I mean, personally, I would start him. Um, you know, I think he's our best option at the moment. I think Noah's doing a, you know an admirable job, but he's, you know, I, I just don't know if necessarily if starting at this situation and also playing 80 minutes is is uh, necessarily, uh, necessarily sort of the, the best thing for him at the moment. I think, um, personally, I'd start with Quaid, but... Uh, Geez, i I'd hope at least they they bring him off the bench last sort of 25, 30 minutes. That's where that's probably where uh, you know we've been losing these first two bloods. Those and those those sort of um, this, the, the final quarter of the match, just a, lacking a bit of experience, a bit of guiding around the pitch, putting ourselves in the right area. Because you know, let's face it, we've been sort of chasing the game by then, and and sometimes when you're chasing the game, game gets a little bit loose.
0: What about the recall of Samu Karevi? And it's not within the jurisdiction, I suppose, uh, for Dave to bring him back into the side again. Did that raise any eyebrows?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I guess it did because it sort of sits outside the ghetto law. But I mean, you know, that that law that we we keep referring to is self-imposed so we we can still go out and change it if we want to if we see fit and i've always been a massive advocate of you know the the wallabies for us here in australia they're the best representative team the highest honor that you can get so you should pick any player that's eligible for australia be it you know applying their trade here in australia or overseas and you we're just not in a position especially in this competitive market with we're up against australian rules footy rugby league soccer and cricket and the like that we're just not in the position where we can start to um, you know, restrict ourselves in terms of who we who we pick because the the talent depth uh, the talent depth pool over here in Australia and goes so deep and um, you know and, and as you guys know pretty well we haven't had too much success in the Blooders Cup for quite some time so I think we've got to start doing whatever it takes to win.
0: What does it say with the likes of of Reese Hodge in the midfield, for example, if they're bringing Samu back in again over the top?
1: Perhaps I mean Reese hasn't had too much of an um, opportunity this year. I think look, he, he finished his Super Rugby uh, season with a, with a, a knee injury, pretty um, significant knee injury, and he's you know just sort of starting to get a bit of time off the bench. But it's more guys like um, you know Hunter Paisami, Lenikitao, Tau. These guys that are also pretty green in their their um, international careers as well. So I think if you bring someone like Samo, who's been playing alongside Bowden Barrett in, in Suntory, who's uh, probably tipped a start this weekend for the All Blacks. So, look, I don't think it's necessarily saying too much about the players that are there, but more about what Samu can bring to the, the team. I think we've, you know, we've, we're obviously falling short and Samu can bring a you know, pretty dynamic ball runner. He's got a good offload game. Uh, you know, he's a big physical presence in that midfield that'll be able to get us over the advantage line. So... I think it's probably more speaks louder about what Samu Karevi brings to the, the group rather than uh, what we're lacking with the other guys.
0: Drew Mitchell joins us from Stan Sport. Drew, what do the Walloos have to do to pick up from what happened at Eden Park last time around? It was a big beating. Are there a couple of factors do you think that need to be just more than tweaked? What's the focus going to be for Rennie, do you believe, from a playing perspective?
1: Yeah, look, I think just watching it, um, you know, I think there's some key areas where the All Blacks have just got it over us. And, you know, I think the Wallabies have proven that we can score points and, um, you know, we also can defend for periods of time, but it's about stringing it, obviously, together for longer periods. But for me, the one area I think that the the All Blacks have got it over us is just their their work rate off the ball. So, you know, for, for the Wallabies, it's about getting up before the All Blacks do off the ground after a tackle or after a ruck, you know, from a set piece, getting straight back into the line, whether it's Transition ball from attack to defence or defence to attack. Just getting themselves so working hard. Like we saw that that runaway trial with Brodie Retallick uh, in that second game. How many All Black jerseys were around him as genuine bona fide options around there? Like they just had this hunger to get to the ball and put themselves in a position, whilst a lot of the the the, uh, the Wallabies guys were sort of you know starting to decelerate which is probably disappointing so it's those those areas that you won't find yourself in a highlight reel um but that's the ones where you just gotta you know you make that decision where you're going to work harder than your opposition and that's where i think the all blacks have got it over us at the moment
0: and finally drew the effect of no moonga of uh no smith of no white lock how telling will that be do you think from an all black perspective
1: yeah look i mean it's it's one of those things i think you know we've we experienced it a couple of World Cups ago when we were talking about no Maanunu, no Dan Carter, no Richie McCaw. But as is always the way, the All Blacks find replacements that are you know are more than capable. And uh, I, I, I'm not sure what it is. I think it was maybe nine months ago. Everyone was in lockdown because there's three boys um, missing the game from the All Blacks' point of view with uh, with the pending births of children, as well as um, Hunter Paisami and Salakai Loto in Australia as well. So look, daddy, daddy daycare um, obviously takes precedent. The makeup of the teams are going to be slightly different because of those um, individuals that you you've just mentioned. But when you're bringing in T.J. Perinara, uh, Bowden Barrett, Tui Polotu, perhaps in the second row, like it's it's still a pretty formidable side. So um, it I don't think it'll change it too much. It just gives other guys opportunities that perhaps uh, have been just waiting for their opportunity. Um, in these opening two games.
0: And we've been waiting for this test match. So glad it's come about in Perth coming up Sunday evening New Zealand time. Uh, Drew Mitchell, former Wallaby out of Stan Sport. Thanks so much for your time and expertise. You have a great rest of the week.
1: Thanks, mate. Cheers.